Well, praise be to God. We are grateful that we can come before God Almighty and listen to the word of the Lord. If there's anything that we need to listen to, it's what he's spoken. We are living in the information age, and because of the technology, we have access to almost anybody anybody's uh, information today. But praise be to God, one information is that which comes from heaven. That is what is truly important. And as we have heard the different readings today, we've heard those many readings, okay? Basically, it tells us the story of God's creation, how that God's creation fell, and how that sin entered into the world. But despite that, God was still able to work together uh, for the restoration of his people. And during that time, we would begin to see iba-iba, uh, yung until the perfect sacrifice was given, he had to work according to the limitations uh, that, that he was working in that particular time. Truly, our God is a God who makes a way when there seems to be no way. Amen? And so today, basically, uh, if there is going to be a thought we have, it's that we should have faith that the power of life is greater than the power of death. The power of life is greater than the power of death. Because of what Jesus Christ has done, the power of life is greater than the power of death. Dito makikita natin sa first statement ng ating gospel. Now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, the Sabbath basically starts for the Jews from about 6 o'clock p.m. Friday, and uh, it ends at 6 o'clock p.m. on Saturday. That's their Sabbath. And many have asked, how come they, they start the day uh, on the evening of the previous day? Well, they really try to be very, very biblical. We've heard your uh, creation story, right? And the Bible says, God spoke, let there be what? And the scripture says this was the evening and the morning of the first day. <coughs> Excuse me. Evening and morning of the first day. That's the reason why they start that way. For them, evening starts at sunset, and then the morning starts at sunrise. So it's from 6 p.m. sunset to 6 uh, some, sometime the next day. And that's the entire day, evening and morning. That's the, that's the first day. Now, in the first creation, when God created the heavens and the earth, he sanctified the Sabbath. Okay? The Sabbath represented also the Old Covenant. In the Old Covenant, basically, you've got the prophets, you've got the kings, okay? And you've got the priests. They all have their different functions, okay? And uh, there was a time when King Saul tried to fulfill the duty of a priest. And he got, uh, he was uh, penalized because of that. In the Old Testament, we find the story of Moses. And according to the Holy Scriptures, uh, we find that it was only Moses that had a face-to-face -face relationship with God. God said, of all the other prophets, I speak to them in dreams, in visions. But it, with Moses, I speak to him face-to-face. Amen po ba? Okay? But then we begin to see in the, old, in the new covenant, 
The Bible very clearly says, God has blessed us with a covenant that has better benefits, better blessings. That it happened, the Holy Spirit only came upon them. Today, in the new covenant, the Holy Spirit dwells within us. In the, in the Old Testament, <clears throat> the Bible says, uh, God speaks to his prophets through dreams and visions. In the New Testament, with the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, ang sabi doon, okay? Your young man will see visions, your old man will dream dreams. Upon my handmaidens and your young men, I will pour out my spirit, and they will what? Prophesy. The Old Testament only prophets prophesied. Do you understand what I'm saying? But in the New Testament, to be able to prophesy is to speak forth the purposes and the mind of God at the moment. And now that we have that, magagawa natin yung mga bagay-bagay you understand what I'm saying? In the Old Testament, it was only Moses who could speak to God face to face. But now, the Holy Scripture says, because of what Christ has done for us, in the Old Testament, yung kanila mga sacrifices doon, it was only made, uh, 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 it was made from uh, uh, ordinary sheep, ordinary lambs. And there's an expiration date. The blood covering is only good for one year. It only covers the sin. It doesn't wipe away the sin. And so, pagkatas ng one year, kailang ulitin yun. May expiration. Okay? And so, what happens if they don't do that? Well, their sins become uncovered again. And they're separated from the presence of God. And they're subject to uh, the assaults of the enemy. But praise be to God. <coughs> the Bible says... Jesus Christ came into the heavenlies and upon the holy furniture, holy vessels, these are only copies of what is now existing in heaven. He brought his blood and obtained eternal redemption for us. It is the most excellent sacrifice. And because of this, he doesn't have to die he doesn't have to be crucified and die all over again. He only had to give his life once. Baliwanakuba? Scripture says we can come boldly before the throne of grace that we might find mercy, find grace to help in time of need. Just like Moses, we can speak to God face to face. Meron tayong FaceTime sa kanya. Kahit wala tayong smartphone. Maliwanag po ba? Okay? And some people say, well, I'm so glad Jesus Christ did that. When he rose from the grave, the worst days of his life is over. They're, they're over. Well, not exactly. Uh, yes, the suffering of Christ, that was really, 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 really bad. The crucifixion, the worst way to die, that's really, really, really bad. I'm not going to make light of that. Okay? But Jesus Christ, according to the Holy Scripture, says, For the joy that was set before him. 
he saw that many sons would come to the kingdom of God, and he was able to endure that. But you need to understand, the worst day of Jesus' life has not come yet. There is a day that Jesus prays. That day has not come yet. And that day will take place when he comes back again. That day will take place when he sets things in order. Matatapos na marriage supper of the Lamb. He will set up his millennial reign. And then he will sit down on the great white throne. On that day, everyone from hell, all the unrighteous dead would be resurrected. Well, they would be resurrected. They'll, you know, they'll be taken out of where they are. And there will be a, they will have their day in court. In other words, they will understand exactly why they're lost. And when they begin to understand that, Jesus Christ will have to utter these words. Depart from me into eternal damnation. This is going to be the worst day of his life. Why? Because he doesn't hate them. He doesn't hate them. He loves them just as much as he loves the people who decided to accept him and stay with him as Lord. He loves them just as much as he loves the people who have been able to enter into heaven. The people who are lost, understand this is his creation who he loves from the very beginning. Think about, let's say, ikaw ay isang judge. And your child committed the most hideous crime there is. Pero nag-hire ka ng the best lawyer to defend him. But after a, <coughs> a trial that was done properly, malakas talagang ebidensya that he's the one who did it. Proven without a doubt that your child committed this heinous crimes. And let's say there is the death penalty. And very clear, based on what he's done, you know, penalty don't. <coughs> and you're the judge who will render the verdict. You understand what I'm saying? Do you stop loving your child? No, you don't. But you will have to render the verdict. It's death. You'll have to be firm like Jesus Christ is going to be firm. But when he speaks the words, depart from me, it will tear him apart inside. For every word that he utters, his heart will break into a million pieces. He will be firm, but he will be crying. The Bible says there will be tears in heaven. 
Many of those who are in heaven, when they see their Savior cry, will cry with him. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's the day that he dreads. He's not looking forward to that. Because on that day, final learning, that's the final judgment. But we're not there yet. We're not there yet. And that's the good news. We still have time. Okay? And uh, we have the new creation given to us. And the Lord Jesus Christ has risen from the grave yesterday. We celebrated uh, Black Saturday, Holy Saturday. It was so quiet. Okay? During that time, we're not hearing any battle sounds. There's no commotion. Okay? The only type of commotion was that when the news came out, that I think of the cyclone, Christine, that's about the only commotion. It wasn't even enough. But yesterday, Jesus Christ was plundering hell. He took from the enemy the keys of hell and death. And then he rose from the grave. Sabinganya, <coughs> I was once dead, but now I'm alive. And I have the keys of hell and death. See, Easter also talks about the victory of Christ over the powers of evil. And why is that important to us? Because his victory is our victory. In the U.S., uh, apparently the, the current president, Donald Trump, is not popular with some people. So they're doing everything that they can to make sure he has a hard administration. So there are riots in the streets. Uh, the reports are coming out that there are sabotage that influenced by the former administration. But then there's one amazing uh, news that came out a few weeks ago. Uh, certain witches, warlocks, and sorcerers gathered together. Okay? Talagang nagtawag sila. And they decided that they're going to spend, I don't know, one day, a month, but they will get together and they will curse the administration of Trump. They will cast their spell. They will hex him. You understand what I'm saying? Okay? And they're going to do this monthly. Alright? Until he's out of office. Now some people say, well, that sounds stupid. Uh, if you're going to consult the Bible, <coughs> witchcraft is not harmless. You channel the abilities of the demonic. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen? But is he helpless? No. Because Trump has allowed Christians to surround him. Has allowed Christian ministers to pray for him. During his inaugural breakfast, there was even one who boldly prayed, thank you, Lord, for giving us eight years. 
She says, I've spoken to the father. The father told me he's not just going to finish his term. He's going to win another term. Okay, I'm telling you the news before it happens. And so the witches are against this. And they gather together. You understand what I'm saying? Now, sa atin, hindi tayo bago dyan. Nas Pilipinas tayo, di ba? But you need to understand that the power of God is stronger than that. Just one word in the name of Jesus, it's broken. You have to understand that. James very clearly says, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil. And what? He will run away in terror from you. You understand what I'm saying? It's time for you to terrorize him, not him terrorize you. Sabi nga, wala tayong dapat nakatakutan na nanggagaling sa kanya. Because in Christ, we have the power. Uh, I was reading through the scriptures the other day, and uh, I know this is verse. It never really gets preached on, <coughs> but it's in chapter 27 of Matthew, since we're in Matthew 28, sa Matthew 27, beginning with verse 50. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. Then behold, the veil of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earthquake and the rocks were split. Look at verse 52. And the graves were opened. And many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the graves after his resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many. Did you get that? Okay. Parang isang ganun lang eh, di ba? But what exactly happened here? Jesus Christ died. And you know, we, we, we understand he died for us. He had to pay everything, so he not only had to go through physical death, he had to go through spiritual death. That's the reason why he cried out on the cross, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He had to face that, so that we don't have to. And he had to go to, as a captive of the enemy, son of God. And when the scripture says, Nung tayo ay justified, he was raised from the grave. The glory of God shone through him while he was in hell. Destroyed the feathers. And probably, yung mga nanonood doon sa kanya, they, it burned them. That's why most demons are deformed. Okay? It's the glory of God burned them. And he left there and went to Abraham's bosom. And he said to them, I'm the one you're waiting for. Let's go up to heaven. Some of them appeared muna sa holy city in Jerusalem. Do you understand what I'm saying? Nakita sila do. I mean, just a little statement like that. God doesn't exaggerate. Because these things are just ordinary for him. 
Take note what it says here. An angel came down, rolled away the stone, and he sat on the stone. Okay? No effort. You know, I, I, I you know, I've watched uh, boxing, MMA. Okay. And normally, pag merong analo, raise his hand, he's bloody. He's uh, heaving heavily because he's tired because of the effort. And when they interview him, he, he could hardly speak because of the labor that he, 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 he used while defeating the enemy. But here, angel rolls away the stone and sits on the stone. Nothing to it. Nothing to it. God's power is greater than anything. Resurrection power is yours and ours. That means if we will choose to have faith in God, kahit na anong hinaharap natin, we will always have a favorable outcome. We will always have the victory. Sabi ng angel, fear not, he's not here. He has risen like he said. That's the reason why we can trust God. To trust God is to be able to trust in His Word. God is not someone who would break His promises to us. And even though He has this intention to fulfill it, there is no power, there is no force greater. There's no force that can prevent God from fulfilling His Word. <coughs> we were in Israel the uh, February. And I think you've seen some of the pictures of Pinos Namin. We showed you the picture of the Eastern Gate. Yeah, it's, it's like two tablets of stone, two arches, but it's sealed. Okay? It's sealed. And then outside, they planted a cemetery. The Palestinians planted the cemetery. Their thinking is this. There is a prophecy that when the Messiah comes, he's going to go through the Eastern Gate. And so the sons of Ishmael tries to prevent that. Okay? Seals the gate. It's made out of we saw it close up from the back. Saharab, there's a cemetery. What's their thinking? <laughs> it's unclean. <clears throat> the Messiah will not be able to pass through there because it's unclean. You're not thinking nila. And they're thinking by putting a cemetery out there and sealing uh, the entrance, the Eastern Gate, they will prevent the prophecy from taking place. They seem to forget that when unclean people touch the Messiah, it doesn't make them clean. Their uncleanness does not infect him. His power infects them. Remember the woman with the issue of blood? According to the Holy Scriptures, in the Old Covenant, she was ritually unclean. And she was not supposed to touch anyone because anyone she touches becomes unclean, even priests at that time. And so here she comes, touches the hand of Jesus' garment. 
technically speaking, she should have made Jesus Christ ritually unclean. Her uncleanness should have infected the Lord. But instead, she got healed. Instead of infecting the Lord, the Lord's life flowed through her and disinfected her. The power of life is greater. And when it was found out, and sneak out again, nobody knowing but the Lord, I felt power come from me to touch me. They are going to stone me to death now. And so she confesses before Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord, I just had to do it. I'm so desperate. I just heard you were here and nobody's going to bring it to you. And, and the Lord said this. Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you hope. He could have said, my power has made you hope. And we know his power was involved, right? Yeah? But what made that power move in her behalf? Jesus Christ said it. Your faith, not Peter's faith, not John's faith, not even my faith. And we know Jesus has faith, right? Your faith has made you hope. In other words, if we can do what she did, we can experience what she experienced. The power of God is the same in every generation. If she can have faith, we can have faith. And we have the Holy Spirit within us. So we can do this. So we need to understand that, church. <coughs> and then uh, she said to them, Okay, uh, she, she chose the, the ladies here and she said, you tell my disciples to meet me in Galilee. What was Galilee? Galilee was, a, was the place where they met the Lord or where they received calling. They received the Sermon on the Mount. Many of his miracles were done there. And many of the disciples, you have to understand, if you were a disciple at that time, hindi mo nababasa scriptures you have to understand, you put your faith in a man whom you can see, you can touch, if eaten with him. And he said, Pag pinatay nila ako, on the third day, magbubuhay ulit ako. You need to understand, there were people who made promises like that before, but they never were able to fulfill that. Okay? And well, he did miracles. He was able to raise people from the dead. But he was alive and he could cause other people to come alive. But what happens when he dies? How can he raise himself from the dead when he's dead? Okay? They had to leave their homes. They had to leave their uh, surroundings, their businesses, their status in life. They place their faith in a man who promised something that was never done before. Now he said he'd rise on the third day. I'm sure they were waiting for the third day. But just like you and me, they are nervous. 
Ang gagawa kaya niya ito? Yeah, try to put yourself in the shoes of the early apostles. You don't have the New Testament. You don't have the Holy Spirit yet. You put your faith in a guy who's able to raise the dead, give sight to the blind, made the deaf hear, made the mute speak, healed crippled limbs, cleansed the lepers, raised the dead. But that's him doing that to them. And he died the most horrific death there was. Okay? You were able to spend time in a dungeon where the holding place the night before Jesus Christ died. Um, before he was crucified the next day. And you can see from the imprint of the rock, there's a figure on the rock. He kneeling down and raising his hands like that. Nobody's been able to duplicate that. No man did that. They tried to duplicate it to find out how it's done. They can't do it. They see a figure of a person kneeling with his hands outstretched like that on the rock. Okay? And you have to understand, hindi maganda accommodations doon. When it's hot, it's really very hot. When it's cold, it's really very cold. And Jesus Christ was being dehydrated. Jesus Christ was bleeding because of the beatings he's received. Jesus Christ is not given food, he's being starved. His probably his body was probably running a fever because of what was going on. And normally in that stage, all you have to do is is to crawl into a fetal position and just wait for the next day. Not him. He was praying to the Father. I could see the imprint on the rock. There was a glory probably that came out of him that burned that image into the rock. Okay? This Jesus did these things for us. He did these things for us. And the apostles were, they didn't see that. Okay? What were they feeling? What were they thinking? Were they thinking, Did we make a mistake putting our faith into this man? And he died the most horrific death there was. Okay. I know anyone is going to come back from that. But he did say, so One of those guys did not really believe it. It was St. Thomas, right? So you, you could see the tension. Can you imagine being able to see him in the room and he tells you, it's me. Can you imagine the relief, the elation, the sense of there is nothing impossible? If he can do that. See, many of them have probably given up on their dreams. That's why Jesus Christ said to uh, the ladies, you tell them, meet me in Galilee. Because of the power of the resurrection, there is no hope that is lost. There is no ambition that is forgotten.
There is no vision that is buried. Pwedeng mabuhay ulit yung mga bagay na yun. Because Jesus Christ rose from the grave. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we need to understand that, church. Our God is a great God. Our God gave us the victory. There is no permanency in failure. There is always hope because of what God has done for us. Amen? Let's all stand.